Go Loud presents Read the Room. I don't I don't own anything flashy though. Do you own anything flashy? No, leave it. Oh, <laughs> just random. <laughs> Do you want to see the other one? I have <laughs> unzipped Pandora's box. <laughs> Hi, I'm Maya Dunphy. Oh, hello there. I'm Paddy Courtney and you're listening to Read the Room. This is a podcast where we pull apart the people, the scenarios, the companies and the stories of the week where somebody through either dumb luck or just being a dosey dose failed to do just that. Now Paddy, I'm going to cut straight to it. I tweeted something this week yeah. about, um, look, I always thought the worst job in the world was the person who has to wipe down the viewing booths in the back of Dutch sex shops. Whoa. Don't pretend you haven't Give been there. Give me that there. job. Don't pretend you haven't been there. And uh, But then I found out... <laughs> Just this week, right. that there was some poor fella who had to be a security escort to a man at Brooklyn Beckham's wedding, mm. a guest of a man who wore a $175,000 diamond encrusted <laughs> bow tie. I mean, come on, come on. Right, 175 grand for a bow tie. Okay, listen, there's. Do you know what I'm going to say about that? That's a load of bollocks. I just, I've got to start this. And I say, like, whoever's going to do wear a 175 grand bow tie, sorry, load of bollocks. I know, but I, and I know, I, I know you, you don't. I, I kind of took umbrage at the was it a four million dollar euro? Does it matter what currency it's in wedding? Um, but look, I just think conspicuous consumption. You know, it's not just begrudgery. Conspicuous consumption, like just read them. Right. Let's okay. Let's let's get straight into it. I can't. First of all, I can't believe we're. Yet again, we're talking about celebrities. Um, we, we're like, not talking about celebrities. We are talking about the fact that we don't want to get too serious here. I don't want, but we're living through crisis after crisis after crisis. There's mm-hmm. a lot of crises going mm-hmm. on. Crises? You know, we have a crisis. No, crises. Oh, Jesus. Thank you very right. much. Right, sorry. Paddy C. Norma Foley. The C is for crises this week. Okay. Norma Foley. Um, so anyway, obviously we have the war in Ukraine. We have the climate crisis. We're still coming through the pandemic. And, mm-hmm. and I know the Irish, I know, here's a disclaimer, I know that we can be guilty of begrudgery of it, isn't it? Well, for some. And, you know, I, I have a fairly modest life and I get a bit of that, even on Twitter. I had a bottle of really nice champagne over Easter. That was a gift. What type given of champagne? Given to my... Crystal. Ah, well, here. Now, I've never had... On a scale had a... of one to Jaga, <laughs> Crystal, like, come on. I know, it was a gift given to my family. Right. And we shared it between six of us okay right. and it was absolutely beautiful it's probably 300 quid a bottle or something I don't it's know more it's more than 300 quid a bottle no it isn't I googled it uh, did you? people give you gifts thanks google google, google. oh <laughs> or else not so generous I couldn't get the brute version um, um, but so please tell me it was nice though it was beautiful right, yeah okay. it was like drinking liquid velvet Never understood that term, actually. Liquid velvet sounds awful. Oh, it would did. just line your throat. I've been but anyway, before um, but I put it on Instagram stories and it was a picture of like <gasps> my son doing Easter egg hunt. Of um, We've had a tough time, my family of late, and someone gave us a lovely bottle of champagne and we shared it. And I did get a couple of, well, isn't it well for some? Oh, no! Oh, no! <laughs> so anyway, we are not talking about did- Irish Big Grudge. We're talking about people who go absolutely over the top with no self-awareness of what else is going on in the world. That's what I mean. And I think, and the Beckham wedding, I know the Beckhams, I have no problem with the Beckhams, but this is essentially like you do. the children of celebrities. Right. Like, it was celebrity kids' okay. wedding. Okay, so I've got to stop you there. Oh, it's like It's like a football... Here she goes. It's like a football uh, team. Mm-hmm. I have... I When I worked in EMI a million years ago, I met the 
the girls, the Spice, Spice girls. girls. So I'm posh till I die. Okay, so Beckham, when they were there, they were the crack. Met them at an Irma Awards. I don't know if that I still at, even exists. I was at that awards. It was so, a hot press. No, not hot. Not, it was the Irma Awards. Down in the Burlington. Yes. Remember that? I don't think the Burlington even exists anymore. So we had them I in was the... rent a date for uh, one of my friends who was work for EMI, not you. All right. I won't okay. name check him because yeah. he won't like me referring to him. Rent a date. Rent a date. All right. So we were, um, so we, we at the Emirates had the just crack, clear. had the crack, and uh, chatting to Posh, and she seemed to be, you know, the the, the one that I latched onto. Yeah, we all had our one. I said Posh was it. So then I was a fan of football, Man United, Beckham. So I became fans of the Beckham. So there's probably very little they would do or big that they would do for me to be disappointed with them. I what don't about Beckham think, supporting the Qatar World Cup? How do you feel about that? I'm going to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the guitar. I'm Is it the World Cup? In. I don't know because I'm it's not, not supporting I'm not, it. Okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell. Know about we football, need to talk about so. this. We need yes, to talk about this particular but person. I don't have it's not the Beckhams. It's one guy. He's he's a spawn of the Kardashians. This guy. No, no, no. And also, let's be honest. The Beckhams more than likely did not pay for this wedding. This girl, of course, um, didn't. It was Nicola Pelts. Pelts. She's a bill. She comes yeah. from a billionaire family. I think her dad. Um, he, he owns um, the factory that makes diamond encrusted bow ties. <laughs> no, I think he's one of those. Oh, we got my microphone. He's one of those investment. Yeah, hedge very, fund, very bank, banker, wanker. I, you know, they so basically I I invest know other they people, but they are, he's worth billions. Yeah. So he paid for this. Not so it's too not, mu- not we're too not many knocking billions. the Beckhams. Yeah, not too many billions. It's only 1.7 billion. So I had to Google oh, the Beckhams, how much fry. they were worth. David Beckham's worth 450 million. The Victoria Beckham is worth 450 million. Together, they are 900 million. They're nearly there. Maybe the kids, if the kids uh, look down the back of the couch, they'll be a billionaire family. I don't think so. so. I mean, her, her clothing company is hemorrhaging money. Jesus, listen to Forbes over here. <laughs> um, this is what, I, I get all my knowledge from Wikipedia. This is what has, has, has been to be said. right then. Now, the difference is, pelts, you Google, just put in find word charity. There is zilch, nothing. So Johnny Pelt's daddy, uh, Warbucks, uh, has 1.7 billion. He didn't, doesn't give anything to charity. Whereas the Beckhams are a decent enough crowd. Now, the thing about it is, we'll, we'll talk about charity. They have, you Google uh, our Wiki uh, Victoria, six mentions of charity, different charities. Uh, Wiki uh, David, there's uh, five mentions of charity. So they give separate charities. So there's... Um, 11 different charities and you that they don't work think after. that Nelson Peltz uh, might just do this philanthropically Probably. and not have it on Wikipedia Probably. because being cynical the more you know about oh the money I give to charity yeah that's what I want to say. I want to come back to that as well but I just want to talk about this guy we haven't even named him yet we're talking oh, yeah. about I c- Pelts and the I had to google I don't know who, his name it's Jonathan something but who I, is this I guy? Jonathan Cheben Cheben but he changed his name oh, legally to Food God and I hate him even more. Oh my God. Well and then, I hope that diamond have... encrusted tie spins and slices a little bit of his We should have chiseled started chin this off. podcast by talking about the food god. But can I just say, new... I don't know why. I have never oh. watched an episode of the Kardashians. No. Genuine. I don't know what they no. sound like. I don't know what they sound like. And I'm not just saying that. I've never watched it. It doesn't interest me. I don't know who Jonathan Diamond is. that's why we don't know who this guy god. is. But he, he, anyway, he's changed his name to Food God. And I couldn't even look up why, because I know it'll just piss me off. Well, I did, well what happened is I, I Googled, I put in 175 grand bow tie. <laughs> and now uh, that's all I'm getting offered. Like, you know, people go, check out Paddy Gordon. He's looking for 175 grand bow tie. This Which dude, you would wear with nothing else, wouldn't you? Of course I would. That's the way to wear that And socks, though. Just the bow tie and socks. And, socks. and just like, you know, so... Diamond encrusted just, or just encrusted? <laughs> just cru- <laughs> crusted. <laughs> Come on, I had to. It's just... <laughs>
people in the public eye, what about um, Tuberty? The, can we ask oh just, my goodness. Because, yeah, we, we've got to ask oh, talk about the question. that blew up last week, didn't it? Yeah. Now, I, I don't think there's any winners here. I think I've got to say both, there was no need for both of them to... Well, let's just say what happened. On the Late Late Show, Jerry yeah. Lee O'Donnell, uh, sorry, Jamie Lee O'Donnell, O'Donnell. who's one of the Derry Girls, um, she's Michelle. In yeah, Derry Michelle, yeah, and she was on the Late Late Show couch and Ryan Turbury said to her, he said, can I ask you how old you are? Can I ask you what age you are? And she said, I'm not going to answer that. I'll tell you why. I think it's a very misogynistic question and you wouldn't ask a man that question. And Ryan said, well, no, to be fair, if the guy from Derry Girls was on the couch, I would ask him the same question. But then I think he handled it well. He moved on. He said, look, I can I can read the room. He didn't say that because he wouldn't use no, our no. podcast name. We'd sue him. But um, he said, no, he said, I can, I can tell the tone here isn't going well. He moved on. But it's not as if he had an actress from a movie or a TV show on the couch. Apropos of nothing said, how old are you? I mean, right. these, I think it's brilliant that there's a whole, that there's a, you know, this gang of girls who are all in their late 20s, early 30s, I think, playing teenage girls. Because normally we have women who are like my age, they're like mid 40s and they're playing the mother what? of someone who is, oh, shite, give my age away. <laughs> and they're playing the mother of a fella who's 35. And it's absolutely ridiculous. And they always say, like, you know, you hit 40, you're suddenly playing the mammies. And now we have girls in their 30s and late 20s who are playing teenagers. And I think if the boy was on the, the boy, if the guy from the show was on there too, and I think it's interesting. He was like, I, all he meant is you're playing, I suppose, a 17-year-old girl. How old are you? And she's like, well, I'm 28 or I'm 32 or however old. I don't know how old she, she is. She says she's 117. Yeah. Now, I also, I, I, I respect her right to not answer that question too. But maybe she could have said, well, look, put it this way, I'm not a teenager. Um, right. Okay. I... I think, first of all, the number one rule, whatever it is, regardless of whether she's playing young or old, whatever, it's, the series is three se- seasons old. Yeah. It's like, who are your influences? That type of question. I just thought like, Ryan, come up with better questions. And you don't ask a woman, regardless of anything, her age. So th- it's, it's how you, it's framed. It's how you ask that yeah. question. And I just think it should never have been asked. But you know what so I think? So it's never to give her the, the, yeah. the, the chance or the, the, the reason to have to kind of counteract it you know, with the, I don't think it was a misogynistic question. I don't believe it was. And I just think the the whole idea that Twitter blew up because it's one of these, you know, we're bored, we're in on a Easter weekend yeah. and it went haywire. I, I think he was wrong for asking the question in the first place. It was, I think it was a lazy question to ask at this stage of the journey of Derry Girls. It's over. That should have been done two seasons ago, if you know what I mean. Yeah, because uh, she probably wasn't on the case. But she shouldn't ago. have doubled down because there was the, there was crack. The interview was yeah. fun. It was going really well. And then it all went really, really cold. And I th- thought, good, get your point across. And fair play to you. Like, you know, power to the women. Don't ask me those questions. But I, I don't think to, la- to label it misogynistic, I don't think yeah. was right. Well, here's the thing as well. As a woman who what? occasionally works in telly. <laughs> you're so mean. Prove it. I think we shouldn't. I think we, sh- like we shouldn't give a shit how old somebody is. Exactly, yeah. No, no, but I think people say, never ask women her age. I think that's misogynistic. I think it's re- women now, we're so afraid to get old because it's, it's looked down on, it's frowned upon. And I think now there's it's, a... There's, it's there's, very I difficult th- to I, frown upon that when you've loads of Botox. <laughs> <laughs> you can't frown upon that. Oh, don't look at my forehead, it's very lined. Um, but I think, honestly, we, we should be allowed to be... 38, 42, 46, 52. Um, but we're not. So suddenly it's like, don't ask women her age once she's over 30. And I say, why not? If we make, if we, if we, for, it's really important that we see women getting older on television, the way we see men getting older. You know, even now, it's 
starting, like the tide is starting to turn. You know, for example, Sunday magazines, Sunday paper magazines, there's all the watch ads and it's taglines like, it's not yours, you're just borrowing it for the next generation, these really expensive watches. And there's a, a man who's actually made to look older because a man, you know, who might only be in his 40s, he's got grey hair and they're actually putting a little few lines on him, you know, or who's that lovely ag- actor? Is it Mads Mikkelsen who advertises oh, Carlsberg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks better as he gets older. And there are very few women who would get those kind of silver fox oh look at the crinkles around his eyes isn't he gorgeous and now we're starting to see women because it used to be you'd see a woman advertising an anti-aging uh, anti-wrinkle eye cream and she was 25 it's like <laughs> yeah. what the fuck and now you're starting to see women in their 50s advertising these creams so I think we should be talking about our ages we should be saying yeah I'm 53 and I'm delighted 53 and I think that's people like kind of you know uh, who was a J-Lo she's, is she 52 yeah. and she's always on a boat saying 52nd birthday, here I am. Okay, she looks amazing. But I think we should talk about women's ages and we shouldn't be afraid to and we shouldn't be ashamed of getting older. There you go. Whoa. Okay, right. Read the room, everybody. (laughs) No, I I think both of them, there was a case for both of them to read the room in that embrace what you just said there for Jamie Lee O'Donnell. But for, for Ryan or whoever sets the questions to go like, this is not to bring up again. Like, it's obvious. We all know so even the frame, even what he was trying to say, you know, about the question was that, you know, here's an older woman playing a kid. We've seen it time again and again and again. So like I just the think there's no reason. <laughs> what about the crankies? Start with the crankies. Thinking of an older woman playing Fan a kid. Dabby well, I was actually playing a little boy. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy Cranky. And the fact that they were in a, they were married and also they were swingers. <laughs> Did you know that? They were into all sorts. But and I'd then, say he was more oh. of a swinger than her because there's no way she was going to be able to Oh, oh, swingers! Yeah, <laughs> my God, you remember the crankies? I do. Yeah, anyone listening was who so was wrong. under thirty, you probably wouldn't. And it was a. Uh, but that's in were the they same kids? world. Were they, were they kids? Were they kids? They were born out of yeah. They, they, they I think. And she was dressed as a small schoolboy. Yeah, and so it was her husband. They were actually husband and wife. They were, but they were. Uh, now, to be fair, they were only doing things with other consenting adults, which is fine. But it was just. But did they have to put I on the Jimmy costume? I didn't want to read about just, that. I didn't want to read about that. And they tried. They started doing, you know, a lot of these. A lot of these. <laughs> this is a tangent. Please, uh, people, Google the Crankies. The Crankies, to, with a K. From, not from... A lot of those um, children's entertainers from the 70s and 80s, when times were hard, they ended up in the 90s and onwards doing like Orville, the Crankies, um, some of the Rainbow characters, I think. They started doing Spit the adult um, <gasps> tours. Humor. Oh, wow in universities and making it really edgy and I was so uncomfortable with that I think the Crankies took it to another level <laughs> like you don't want to get or- Orville the Duck <laughs> and Rod Hull and Emu now Rod Hull obviously um, fell off a roof and died but his son <laughs> I always think that he shouldn't have brought the Emu up with him because they were arguing over the aerial get Can I say that? It's one, of, <laughs> it's one of those costumes I've always wanted do you ever see the lads in the Emus oh the one that? you stand in the yeah. legs amazing <laughs> That's, how did we get back there? I don't know I, if, if we're going to... We were talking about... We were talking about... We were talking about... Um, we were talking <laughs> okay. about women playing Different, kids. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. but, but also, the sad thing is, for Jamie Lee, the reason she didn't want to say I'm 29 or 35 or however old she is, it's irrelevant, it's because she is afraid deep down that if she gives her age out that people watch him and go, ah, well, I was going to cast her in that, but yeah. now I won't. And that's what's fucked up about this. And do you know what? I'm, I'm with her on that big time as well because there's like... I give my age, I have to, and it's different for a bloke and I get yeah. it, And I, but I do know uh, female actors and they just don't, they don't want to give out their age because oh, that's still, yeah, you're right, yeah, that, that you still being, happens. being typecast or not cast at all. There was some American actress who sued successfully IMDb um, for revealing her date of birth 
because she wanted it taken down. They were like, no, you can't have it taken down. Because you know with things like Wikipedia, other people yeah. can, can upload it. Yeah. Like IMDb, I don't have an account and I can't get into it. And mine, I only have one acting credit and it says dead, ravished woman. And I really <laughs> want it taken down. I'll do that. I've, I've actually member at IMDb and I can change, I and tell them my date of, of birth. I'm like, I'm, I'm 27 years of age. And still, I don't get cast for these calling all casting agents. That's the weird thing. I'm in that weird age group that they go, oh, guy, mid 40s, mid 50s. And uh, they go, no, no, you're not. I fucking am. And they expect me to have more grey hair or to be. Oh, like, okay. And that's so. Yeah, but it's they, can that always, they can age you up. I know. La- listen, listen, lazy casting agents. And it'd be hard to age yours. you up because you're so young and <laughs> gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, what I'm Look saying is, all, I would. I don't think there's enough I love my lines I've laughed for most of my life and I think this is what like yeah, look at my quite, cor- corrugated forehead <laughs> uh, the lines of my forehead like there's no Botox or polyfiller would sort that out what was that line you know the, the new uh, not the latest Sex in the City just like that which was oh, okay hit and oh, miss Jesus. but there was some lovely line in it you know when Sarah Jessica Parker is going with her a gay pal to the cosmetic surgeon. It's actually, it's her pal who wants the facelift, but he assumes it's her because it's always the woman. She's like, "Uh, no, I'm just here with him. And he goes, well, what about, this is what I could do for you. And he shows her like a 3D imaging and basically showing her 20 years ago. And it's really heartbreaking. And she said, there's some line which she says, and it's something like, um, uh, don't touch these wrinkles. I worked hard for them or something. I've earned them. I've earned them, that's it. Oh, well, that's how I feel about mine. She's wrapped my mind. Okay, speaking of conspicuous consumption, Ooh. and actually we mentioned Jayla, um, apropos of the age thing, okay. um, I did some cursory Googling of the value of celebrity engagement rings. Okay. And hers, she has a lot. She's been engaged several times. Her first one was from, um, who's the fellow she's now re-engaged to, that actor? Ben, ben Thank you, Ben Affleck. 1.2 million. Then she had Alex Rodriguez. That was a five million quid ring. What? Then Mark Anthony, four million quid ring. So did she keep Ben Affleck, just put it back on? Now that they're re-engaged, oh, do you the give these rings like, back? Yeah. Do you give them back? I don't know. And also, like Mark Anthony, like uh, he's a singer, but four, four million quid, do- four million dollar ring, would he have that much money? Is it a bit like, you know when very rich people go to stay in a hotel and they say, well, the Dorchester suite is 10 grand a night, but Tom Cruise doesn't pay that because he's yeah. going to be comped because they want him to be seen coming out of oh, the yeah. Dorchester. Does anybody ever pay for those rings? So if he goes into the happy ring house <laughs> and says, hola, hola. I was drawn here by your neon sign. Yeah. Um, what's your most expensive ring? Well, it's in the back, sir. It's four million dollars. <laughs> but did he spend four yeah. million dollars? No. So then, that that's for a ring, and we we're talking earlier about a wedding that cost four million dollars. Yeah, and it's just the ring. So what was their what was their wedding? What did their <clears> wedding cost? I have no idea. So then, is Pelts is that wedding then a big bunch of scabby whores that they? Uh, no, but I think it's more. I would have far more respect for the Pelts Beckhams if they. I know they're also very young. They're young. Like he's twenty three. She's not much older. So I, if she's they not had, give her age. if they no. She's, no. I shall never get married again. See, this is on your starter, husband. Um, he's only twenty-three. A pra- a practice, yeah. That 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 winds, That's worse, I think. I know. No, like I think the idea that get, David, forget who they yeah, are. But the get Beckhams married got mar- married very young, so I think he's learned from them. But, I think worked out. And well I hate to say things like "I give it six months." That's really cruel. But, but you, you did say that in a WhatsApp message. I to did. Me. Yeah, I said. I, I think I said I give it two years. I just think you can't make a choice at a twenty-three. Yeah. Not in twenty twenty-two. No. You're still a baby. So the poor chap doesn't know what he wants to do. That annoys me even more, that poor kid. Because, you know, the football career didn't work out for him. (laughs) And then he tried photography and was awful. And he had some picture he took and it was all blurry. And he tried to pretend that it was was deliberate. It wasn't. It was just out of focus. And now he's trying to be a celebrity chef. 
Well, he's he a celebrity anyway. Like, he doesn't so just, know the difference between cheese and butter and he can't make a sandwich. No, way, and, yeah. no I know. Oh, he's all, oh, God bless he'll him. Get there. But you know what? Like, the family will back him up. Like, he'll just, like he can, I don't know, they sweep the like floor nice in Victoria's. They seem like nice kids, to be fair. Just don't give him a job in a Dutch sex shop. <laughs> That's exactly the job you give him. Do you know what, though? It would put hairs in his chest, wouldn't it? Oh, my God. We all need to do oh, those yeah, jobs. But whose hairs are they? <laughs> 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 Just... Anyway, I would, can you imagine if they had had um, a kind of, even if it was a, a ridiculously opulent wedding, but behind closed doors, and then we saw a few pictures, you go, ah, do you know what? Yeah. Fair play to them. But you know, there's, it's, you're caught off. in that middle thing. Okay, and the, there's this Irishness as well. I do have to tell you as well, you Googled Diamond Rings. I was on, and we're back to Tuberty again. I was on Tuberty before it's a late, late show, hawking some gig I was doing. And there was a, guest, like on, there was a guest on before me. Now, this was in... 2008 slash 9 when the country was fucked we'd no money everything was crashed and this person came on and she was she showed off her her engagement ring and at the time 2008 was I think it was 250 grand and I just wow. remember I was in the green room upstairs going that is fucking disgusting. And you're like, how can I get that off her finger? And this, like that, like, <laughs> I, know how to, I knew how. That but I, just, I couldn't shake. believe. But this is at a time. So you're talking about, you know, crises around the world. Yeah. I didn't really m- mind about that because, like, if you got wealth, you know, you shouldn't hide it. Okay, if you worked with it, if you've earned it, go and hide it. But this person was showing off her, their engagement ring at a time when the country was. The, per, the first guest was on about how the cost of living has gone through the roof. People have lost homes and gaffes and all this kind of stuff. And I thought that was quite disgusting. And I and She was trying to lift her finger I off couldn't stop like that. But I think there was a few people there to help her lift her, her, her show her show <laughs> off the ring. I was in the green room giving out about this. I said, like, watching, you know, the way they you watch the show yeah. live from up there. I went like... This is fucking ridiculous. How dare she? Like, you know, it's disgusting. And, uh, and I couldn't stop myself. But everybody else in the green room was quiet. And I couldn't stop. And like, because the quietness was there, I had to oh, fill no. that quietness. Oh, yeah. Were they all our family and friends? Yeah. Oh, Paddy, for fuck's sake. But that's not reading room the room. Green room yeah, read the green room. What and the... I didn't. But to be fair, I got the point across. Like, but it Paddy, just like, I would have said it for anyway. That is the exact same thing as this. Here we are with global but crises. Not, this is an Irish person in Ireland when Ireland is fucked. So yeah. forget the And these are crisis. UK no. Americans getting married in America. America has lost millions of people to COVID. It's also on its knees. Same with the UK. UK is in a massive fuck, it's a clusterfuck of shit. But they're in, in the Florida the where nobody ever dies. So it, <gasps> it's okay. Really? <laughs> are you kidding me? They're dropping like flies. Um, anyway, I would have I would have had more respect for them if they had just not done a magazine deal and they did the deal with Vogue. It was like, okay, is not good enough for you anymore, huh? Is okay in the magazine? Oh, it is in the magazine. Yeah. yeah. But then if you're if you're if you've got a few quid, I know people. I I used to work for a company. I know a few rich they, people. Yeah, but no, but they purposely dress down, and, I, th- and that kind of winds me up because like you know, is it an Irish thing that they felt that they're not allowed kind of put on the fancy suit? Like if I had a few quid, I'd like to buy a good suit from I can't even think of Hugo Boss or who's your man that uh, took over from Gucci uh, Tom Ford like I'd love I'd love a, a proper suit I don't have a, a fancy suit I'd love if I had a few quid I'd do that and I just think that oh, if you've got money a fancy suit. No, but I'm, I'm serious though if you have if you've a few quid 
go and show that you've a few quid. No, it's listen, just, if you... It's what's about, the look, point in hiding it? If you've earned your money, but lots of people do. But then some people just aren't that way inclined. There are lots of very modest people who have businessmen and women who have earned their money and they're not showy. They're not going to go into a shop and buy a five grand suit. It's just, it's not their thing. But I, I go back to the Beckhams again and say that, do you know what? It wasn't the Beckhams that we that drew our attention to this it's that it was food god food I have god. to find out why it's called yeah. food god so it's just go, so I, I googled well, so there, were, there was a part in there when I googled his name and there was some uh, website that said oh my god like you know there's a brilliant uh, box opening of his bow tie I'm like, oh, well, I've got to see this. Like, you know, what happens? And I'm, I'm thinking, what you're thinking, is this dude going to be naked? And then, <laughs> spinny bow tie. If there's that, I go, that is brilliant. He just, he waved his camera over and back across the, like, wow. the box. And that was it. So that constitutes brilliant anymore. Wow, I think box we should get, <laughs> we should get angry Christ. at that. And that like, so this guy is obviously PR. So he, he sold this story to these people. Going, I, and basically, I think what it was is just to show off that he's going to a Beckham's wedding. Oh, I think that that's guy. really what fuck it is. Like, so that guy should go and read the room. No, Leave the room. Oh God! I'm actually, a pair of I'm actually, shoes I, and go swimming. Like I'm, I'm clenching. I'm just clenching. Even <laughs> think, oh no. Here's a few more rings. Your Paris oh, Hilton, lovely. two million dollars, and she lost it in a nightclub. Wah, wah, wah. Katie Holmes, one point five million. Which one was was that the Tom Cruise one? One oh no, one point five meters tall. That must be one point five m. That was the height of her husband. No, one point five million. Laugh. Wah, wah, wah. I don't have anything fancy. I did. I, I was away years ago and I, I did buy, buy a counterfeit watch. Not, I, I had no that's idea. That's not fancy. Name. That's But no, but can I tell you, I did. I never knew the, I didn't know the name of the brand. I just loved that it was so plain. Really, really thin watch and it just looked, the old numbers. There was no fanciness about the it. it just, uh, the old, old numbers. Like, the old numbers. on never a watch had old numbers but on it. I, I wore it to a, a, a do one time um, and somebody beside me, it was Horse Race in Ireland Awards and uh, I had somebody beside me who is clearly more wealthy than I am. And they said, oh, you've got a, a Constantine Vacheron. I'm like, oh, I mean, no, I just had the uh, salmon. What? What? And pointed at the watch and went like, uh, oh, they're, they're, they're very nice. I didn't think to even Google it. You know, buy something and go, you know, I just like it. It's on me. It's more. Now, it stopped working. Um, probably where did you buy it? In the States? Dubai, or in, oh, Dubai. okay. So it worked. And I went like, that's amazing. So I Googled it. And it was at the time. This was like ten years ago. It was twenty six grand sterling. Oh shit! For a what? Like for a fucking watch? Really? Like, this guy's so, doing but then well. It's, it stopped. The the thing stopped. And I said, I'll bring it up to the local uh, shop to get a, a a battery in it. And I arrived in and uh, handed it to the the woman. It's probably a very good fake too, because those fakes well, are. This is the thing in the shop. Heavy. I, I think I, I I'm not sure if there is there a rule that if you're a jeweler shop or an antique store and you see a fake, you're to keep it ring the cops and you know, oh, I don't know I, I, I think did the shutters the come down but I hand it to the woman and like she kind of pushed the other person out of the way and go oh thank you sir oh like you know we were ever so grateful for you bringing this watch into our store that oh, you would Paddy. you would choose us to put I was there going it was a tanner I said yeah okay and I went home <gasps> and I said it'll be we'll have this ready for you this evening and I was like oh my god because our jeweller is here he's actually here on store today in store today and I was there going Fuck, I was afraid to go back <gasps> up in case they're going to arrive up and but you did go back up in case 
paced the joint twice. I walked around kind of uh, looking in the window, pretend to browse to make sure there was no detectives in there waiting to arrest me. And I arrived in and go, yeah, that'll be 15 quid for your uh, battery. Oh it my worked. God. Well, you could always have said someone gave it to you. But Because I remember buying my mum again. This is a long time ago. Pat, I do not support um, the purchasing of counterfeit goods. Just like to make that clear, do we? No, no we do not, not. At, not at all. You want to see the daggers you give I should have said that. Thank you. There Good was, save. There was a day, there was a time when we were all obsessed with the counterfeit handbags. Cause, and I remember ordering one stupidly online and it was a little, I think it was a Chanel bag and I got one for my mum and one for me and I got a, a phone call from the post office <gasps> and it's, they said, oh, we have we have your um, your handbags here in Rathmines post office. For, and I was like, how do you know what they are? And they said, basically I had two options. They said, um, customs opened it um, and if these are real bags, if they were real bags, they weren't Chanel, whatever, they, they were valued at like say 400 each and I had two of them. But I'd, I'd spent like, a hundred year on the two of them and they said they're valued at this amount so you have to pay customs oh, so the customs due was like 180 euro or something oh. which is more than they were worth and they said and I was like ah but sure they said unless of course you have knownly bought fakes in which case we'll hand it over to the police oh, so no. and, and it was bought in my name so my name so I couldn't say I hadn't bought them so I had to either say go up and pay the 180 or else say that yes I knowingly purchased counterfeit goods so I went up kind of in tears and handed over the 180 <gasps> euro to get these two shit handbags Oh, please say they they what they, it, were they? Doing. they do actually. And yeah. my mum, who's who's only gone six weeks now, I found it in her wardrobe. She's it still in the dust cover, and it looks immaculate. <laughs> so, <laughs> but that's you'd have to go up then again. So, like, how do you play that? You go up like, oh my god, show me that. Are these fake? I'll pay the money anyway. But like, <laughs> oh my god, you could tell. Oh, I've been duped. Give me them. And they knew. Yeah. And I wouldn't. I don't even know if I'm not implying for a second that the post office would try and pocket the cash. But oh my god. Like nobody would do You wouldn't buy anything fake online now I don't think But back in the day There was a big thing what? Baby yeah, a big G You bag remember, of drugs do online now <laughs> Jesus. Do you know what They're pretty good Intercepting that stuff No they're not I made a documentary on it oh. And uh, I tried to order What did I try to order uh, Actually I think it was Fertility tablets and Xanax I know Because they're the two big ones You get yourself ones. A kilo of cocaine there <laughs> love You know You're wasting yourself With the Xanax <laughs> You can get that down the street um, What it's Xanax and um, fertility drugs. Um, I can't remember. It began with C. It wasn't climax. That can't be right. <laughs> it's like, it sounds something like that. Anyway, I was making a documentary about um, the over prescription of drugs, and as part of it, I was talking about people who can't get a prescription for, say, benzodiazepines from their doctor or um, these fertility drugs, so they're buying them online. You don't know what you're getting. Yes. And then I went to um, the customs department that kind of basically. Uh, confiscate these things and the room was he he bought a small section he didn't trust me at all and I said where and he, basically they'd, found, they'd, they'd intercepted my parcel so I went to talk to him about my parcel as part of the documentary and I kept saying can I just take it he's like no you yeah. can't take it go on just but, but I'm here just, now I'm here now come no, I'm on fine. and do you, do you genuinely believe that they without being TV land that they they confiscated it anyway oh yeah yeah because he showed me all the stuff they had confiscated now, to be honest, I wanted them to confiscate mine to make the point. Otherwise, it would have been bad telly. So I think they were looking out for mine because I told them I'd bought it. Okay. Um, but he, but he, had, he had brought, say, six or seven other, other... Or just... Oh, do you know what? He didn't tell me. I'm like, this is like this is seven or eight, seven or eight years ago. So it's a while ago and I've done an awful lot since. So I can't quite remember. But I don't think he told me the, exactly how because we don't want to give people... All right, yeah. <laughs> um, that information in case you go okay I'll just get them to spray it with perfume that's like the fucking easiest to watch CSI and think they can kill their wife and get away with it <laughs> oh god <laughs>
Um, but he said, look, obviously there's a lot that they don't manage to intercept or, and that makes it through. He said, it's it's not just about the regulations. It's also you really don't know what you're getting. And, you know, don't be taking the shit that you've bought from... But isn't there sniffer dogs that have hits out in them? Like there's four or five. They named them. <gasps> Are like, there? Yeah. Oh. So they named them up in the airport and down in, in I think Nace is the biggest uh, sorting centre for the on post. And he's like, you know, this was found by... Declan the dog and there's a picture of Declan the dog and all these drugs that he's discovered <gasps> that. And all so like these there's scumbags. people are putting out yeah. Oh no. I want you to whack Superintendent Tony and Declan the dog. We and must protect like, Declan at all costs. At all costs. He will that, stop unless And you've no, got to stop buying me, buying drugs online. No, well okay. Well I just can't be seen out in the street Do now you remember just shouting. There was a watch called Baby Jean that was uh, really no. in for girls. It was like that one of those kind of sports looking watches. And they weren't that expensive. They were about eighty quid. But at the time I didn't have eighty quid. And I was in Thailand and I bought a whole load of them in the market, came to my friends, and they all it was like they were all timed to break at the same time. I was in the cinema with my friend and she had one and I had one on and they were the ones you pressed the button and the light came on a little kind of <laughs> spaceship. Oh, they were so cool. And I pressed it and the face flew off. It was like I'd pressed an ejector switch and a spring popped out and it almost made a boing. <laughs> and she's like, I just no. won't press. And her saying that the next day. No, because no. that same place that I bought the uh, the watch, uh, I was away with, who brought us there? Your Constantine I'm, I'm going to so many or whatever. Here. It was over in Dubai. So it was uh, Deck Pierce, Eric Lawler, Jason Byrne, PJ Galler and Darren McWhelan. Who didn't buy any kind they, of watches, uh, I'm sure. None of them bought no. anything except for Eric Lawler, who bought a pair of sunglasses. He hadn't got it into the taxi. <laughs> hadn't even got into the taxi outside of the shop. <laughs> and both, like, sat in goes like that. I think these pre- look pretty cool. Will you take a photograph? As I'm taking photographs, like, the wings fell off and the lenses <laughs> popped out as if it was kind of go. Someone's upstairs. He's, he's, he's about to leave and press the button. Ba-dum, dang, bing. And, like, again, full springs. clown car. <laughs> full yeah. clown car. Eric, I salute you. So, uh, like, all in all, what we're talking about today is it wasn't so much the Beckhams and the Pelts wedding. It's, I think, this guy who got invited to a wedding, whatever his name is, Charlie Chubb Chubb or the food (laughs) god or whatever his face is. Anyway, so he should read the room. The fact that he got invited to a wedding and he made it all about him. Hey, pay attention to my 175 grand bow tie. There's no security guard. Like, if you want to bring your mate who happens to be a security guard, just ask them, can you have a plus one? Don't go, I need him to be there to guard my bow tie. So, Charlie Chubba Chubb face, food god, do us a favour, man. Read the room. He does have a face like an oversucked Chubba Chubb, doesn't he? <laughs> Undersucked. That's, oh. It could do with a bit more suckage. So. <laughs> Stop saying. Let's wrap up the well, show. So, that's it for this week, Paddy. I'm off to try and find you a pair of diamond-encrusted jocks. Thank you. How do you feel about that? Oh. I said diamond-encrusted. <laughs> Not just encrusted. Any sort of crusty jocks I'll take again. <laughs> oh dear sweet Jesus. Right, let's do this. Um, if you like what you heard, please make sure to subscribe to the show. Tell all your friends to check it out too. If you fancy leaving us a review, go on, go for it and just hit the five stars. We're worth it. We really are. This is all about reading the room. And don't forget, if you'd like us to take on a topic or a person, anyone in need of our advice or mockery over the next couple of weeks, then let us know at readtheroom at goloudnow.com or find me on Twitter. But please be nice. I've had enough flack at Maya Dunphy. And I'm Paddy C. Courtney. Uh, give me all the flack and I'll be sure to pass it on This to week, Maya. what does the C stand for? Conspicuous. <laughs> Consumption. Consumption. Wow, you're good. Thanks very much. I'm here all week. Try the fish. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> Read the Room is recorded, created and hosted by Paddy and Maya and produced by the team at Go Loud Studios. They'll be back next week, unless they're cancelled. Um, yeah, exactly, it's lovely. Well, having said that, I could do without the ones under my eyes at the moment. You're grand. Will you? oh, I was ragging on yourself. Aww. Everybody, will you text in? We need I, this because every Maya keeps getting loads of jip online. Not jip. I get nice. Cheers <laughs> <of, laughs> <laughs> online. <laughs> my, dad, my, granddad, my granddad had a dog called Jip.
I'm like, I already oh. told us. He goes like, oh, when we were kids, we used to chase, chase Chip down the field. And we're like, <laughs> Chip on the sofa again. <laughs> <laughs> Chip's all over the place. He's just... all over my face. Chip's on your leg. Oh, God.